as I make my way. In fact, I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow out of East San Ho. Well, they know my name. Come on, you know I got ya. Oh yeah, what up, what up, Fantasy Football Hustler back at ya, bringing another episode of Fantasy News today. And here was my man who is here every day with me, Bogart Scott Free. Hold on. The back-to-back <laughs> circle champion, Bogart Scott Free, <laughs> a.k.a. the Crouch Father. <laughs> a.k.a. Hidden Tiger, the Crouching Father. <laughs> if you guys didn't watch yesterday's episode of The Circle, you need to go watch it. I'm throwing it. In the, I'm throwing it in the chat here. This shit was so funny. It was my, it was my goal to see how many times I could get Bogard to make me call him by his proper, his new proper name, the Crotch Father. Hey, listen, man. Well, we got a shit going. We hold it up, man. Hey, yeah. you know what's funny? Shout out to TD, man. It's funny because like. I remember saying maybe we should explain the rules again, right? And then I was like, oh, wait a second. Everybody's been here. You know what I mean? And then, like, when he goes, he says the one thing. He's like, done. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> and like, got to keep going, man. I know. And I, I told him about it before the – um. so – he, did, he wasn't on last week. Uh, work uh, got, came into play for him. and uh, But I told him about it the week before that, and I guess he just forgot. <laughs> you know what, though? He's going – he – he got it now. Ronald in the building. What up? Shout out to Ronald. But yeah, he definitely gonna kill it now. Yeah. Hey, now that, now hey, that Spencer was hot too. Was and hot. Uh, I think you know what's funny is like I be trying to count along, you know, as you do the dings. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I swear there was one more in there for him, and I think he knew it too. And he was like, ah. But then also his connection wasn't the greatest neither. You know what I mean? Well, and I think what what ruins everyone, not not just Spencer, what ruins everyone is how everyone starts their 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. And like, if you go back and watch, everyone takes like 10 seconds. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm guilty of that. Like, it was everybody. It's not not just not just Spencer, not just JC Money. You do it. Literally, everybody does it. It's funny because to start the first round, you know what I mean, and I'm the second person going, right? So like so I just get right to it, just listing the shit, right? And because was, you heard because you heard, I mean, T D how he took like the 10 seconds or whatever. Yeah. And then and then only did one. And that's what yeah. I'm surprised. You didn't do it after that. It was literally like you had your play for the first one. No, no, but <laughs> then, then I did it every I did it every time after that though. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You you're like all the coaches that you talk shit about who they got yeah. a certain amount of plays in the bag. And once they get past those plays, <laughs> they don't know what to do. <laughs> You know what I mean? They, they, they got no clue. 
Because that's what it is. I, I mean, everybody, and I, I don't know if you guys catch me, but every time someone does it, I laugh. Yeah, I mean, because, like, like you know who does it? Um, who does it the most to his detriment is Tyrant. Yeah, for he, sure. Oh, yeah, yo, you don't know. He, like, he addresses the person before, and then he goes on with his answer, and it's like 15 seconds in before he starts getting dings going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once I you like guys, it though. I like it because I'm like, yeah, keep me, keep me in this thing. <laughs> well, see, and like, and and right now, I mean, we're literally that was third episode, you know, in yeah. the bag. I mean, shit, we're we're barely just starting this. Like when we actually do it for the season, you know, and then it's it's big by that point. Everyone wants to come yeah. on and shit. You guys are already gonna have the thirty seconds down to where you know how to do it. Like right now, everyone's still kind of learning. See, what's crazy about it is that you're on the spot and it's counting down because, like, Uncle Buck, I, what up? I used to always kill the sports me joints 30 seconds, just cram with hella information. Then, if I fuck up, I'll do it again. Don't you? There is no restarts in this, there's no do overs here. You know what I mean? Well, so that's what like, it is. Like, I mean, you did it so much for sports me that you kind of know how to get as much in in that 30 seconds as possible. But, like you said, you had to do a couple takes sometimes. Yeah. Hey, for a 30 second take, I remember, I remember this one time, bro. It was like, you know, somebody opens it. I'm in the garage, and I'm just tearing up sports me all night, right? And I'm in the garage, and the door opens. My girl's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, I'm going to work. <laughs> You're up all, all night. Um, Major oh, Zerley. There we go. <laughs> all right. It's never, it's never a good show until Bogey goes into the Matrix, so. Now we know it is going to be a real, a real good show. <coughs> Stu in the building. What up, bro? And Ronald said no love for Stu. Stu always gets love, man. He gets the most love out of any Cowboys fan I know. You the man, Stu. <coughs> and uh, Ronald said, JC starts really slow. And Bogard, you repeat the question, uh, which is just a waste of time. I'll make sure to say that again <coughs> when he gets back on here because uh, – that, I, I try to explain to everyone that that's what screws everybody over is uh, at the beginning, everyone taking five to 15 seconds. Um, it really, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever, I mean, maybe Bogard's first like time that he did it yesterday, maybe he was rapid firing, you know, just, just like that for like the first like 10 seconds. And then it kind of slowed down uh, after that. Oh, and Ronald said, no love for me, Stu. Yeah, Stu, got to always shout out Ronald. And Peacock always up in the build. I mean, not Peacock, uh, uh, Uncle Buck always up in the building. <laughs> I saw this, and the cock spends too much time peacocking. <laughs> That's also like the stick of the show, though. Like, I want people to be animated. You get more points for being animated um, and delivering a good uh, and delivering a good point. Here we go. We got some critiques from Ronald. He said, JC money starts really slow. And Bogard, you repeat the question, which is a waste of time. Oh, maybe you walked too far away. And Ronald said, my favorite Dallas fan. <laughs> I know, right? Like, really, my only, uh, my only, my the only Dallas fan that I like. <laughs> now, there's a, there's a couple now. But, uh, yeah, Stu, you're the man. All right. And Bogart's handling some daddy daycare. And we are going to get into some news here real soon. I want to make sure Bogart hears your uh, 
your comment, Ronald, before we talk about uh, the new hire in Jacksonville. Go ahead. What's he talking about? He said, uh, JC Money really starts slow. Hell yeah, he does. And he said, Bogart, you repeat the question, which is a waste of time. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny because, like, I'm mid-speech, like and I realize I'm doing that. Here, you know, here's the why. The realization is like, even the realization, I'm like, oh, that, that's a couple seconds right there. I'm like, ah. <laughs> okay, so there's this episode of The League. Um, tell me if you guys remember this. All right. So there's a guy, uh, Kevin, who's uh, one of the one of the main characters. He cannot lie to save his life, and he wants to <laughs> learn how to lie. And so, who's going to teach him how to lie better than the Jewish lawyer? Nice. <laughs> and the secret to him lying is you always repeat the question first, and mm-hmm. then you have a second to think. Hmm. I mean, you know what's funny is. Um... The, you know who has this built in them? You demand, David. You demand getting you locked in on those two extra entries with that. Yeah, good looking. Oh yeah, dog. Women have this in them because I swear to God, women answer questions with a question like nine and a half out of ten times. You know what I mean? Like, so it wasn't answering it. Well, it's it's repeating the question. Yeah. So well, like, okay. did you steal this? And like, did I steal this? No, I didn't steal, you know, like whatever comes after that. But okay. it's like, repeat okay, the question yeah. first, and then then you go into your shtick. I still don't stray away from what I said. Oh, I I I'm not saying. Women have to, are the masters of this. <laughs> Find me a Jewish woman lawyer, and, and, and I'm unstoppable. Damn, Ronald said, I get so annoyed when I see cars with stars in Philly. I, I believe it, man. I, I believe it. You talking about the Rafes? No, the uh, the Dallas Stars. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what's funny? <laughs> Those Cowboy it's like, Stars. Is um man out here, bro. Every time I see like a Cowboy fan, and like I know this motherfucker's whole life, I'm like, you're from Cali, bro. Like, how are you a Cowboys fan? Like, oh, they were shit in the '90s, and like, oh, so you're just a bandwagoner to start, and then you hopped on one, and then now you think you're, you're being true to something great. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it's really tough, like. <laughs> It's really tough to question anyone's fan fanhood or where it comes from. I will. Um, well, I, I, I mean, will. we always can, but like, no matter what, like, it's always justified to the person. Yeah, like, I, mean, I, I used to be the type of person who would talk shit if they didn't cheer for like the hometown team. Or you, you know what I hear more th- these days? What I hear more these days is like, oh yeah, I'm a a so and so fan, but I'm also a fan of so and so, and I really love you know, this specific player, so-and-so. Like, so many people are like, oh, I... I it's because, like, why Why like, should we like, be loyal to these... Lakers shit. I, oh, why should... I see my friend wearing Lakers. It's like, oh, wow, I'm a LeBron fan. Get the fuck out of here. But you know what? I don't, I don't understand why fans have to be so loyal to a team anyways. Like, that's what I've come to. Like, well, we could take it all the way back. Uh, what What's that movie with uh, when – oh, God damn it. I can't even think of that movie. Not – a Bronx Tale? I think a, a Bronx Tale where it's like the young, the young kid is like he's a fan of like Mickey Mantle and all this shit. And I'm going to find that exact quote, but he pretty much made the kid like not care about the Yankees anymore because it was like a gangster putting him onto some real shit. Yeah, I mean, you know that, and that's the thing too. Is if when God bless those people that have like the time to take and lace game 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, uh, like, like, uh, for instance, I've for years been trying to get my girl to get Seinfeld, right? Yeah. Cause like that shit is hilarious to me. And I'm, I know if she sits through it, like, you know, a dozen times, she'll get it, but she can't, you know what I mean? And then yep. but I refuse to believe she just doesn't get it. You know what I mean? So here's, here's the line. Uh, it was, it was young C the kid who said, Bill Mazeroski, I hate him. <laughs> he made Mickey Mantle cry. And uh, the paper said uh, the Mick cried. And Sonny said, Mickey Mantle. He said, that's what you're upset about? Mickey Mantle makes 100000 a year. How much does your father make? He was like, if your dad ever can't pay the rent, needs money, go ask Mickey Mantle. See what happens. Mickey Mantle don't care about you. Why should you care about him? Nobody cares. That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, see, and that's why, like, maybe because I've met hella artists, I, I didn't really have he, I didn't look at artists to be like my hero. Maybe Tupac, when he died when I was real young, right? Yeah. Like 12 or 11 or 12 or something like that. But like, you know, when I worked for that magazine, I met like everyone you could name. And like, if they weren't smoking or drinking with us or like, you know, doing other things with us, they probably weren't cool. You know what I mean? Right. It's just They're usually like real too. And like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he talked about your P. Diddy story fucking yesterday or two days ago, talking about how he was just a little bitch for the 15 minutes when you guys were interviewing him. Yeah. And, like, like you know who was mad cool? Um, Young Buck. Because that was the first interview that I that I got to conduct, right? And, like, so just a quick little story. We go we go to whatever hotel they're at in the city, and then um, we meet with his, his manager first. And, like, so we, like, it, you know, it's it's like some hood type shit for real because we don't even get met in the lobby. He just gives us the room number. So we just go up to the room and we knock on the room, right? And then the dude always like, oh, yeah, oh, that's y'all? Okay, hold on. And it was crazy because it was like hella cloudy in there, you know what I mean? And so the manager comes out and now he has a shirt. He's like, all right, let's go. And, then, you know, he was on a different floor. So now he's taking us to Young Buck's room. And it was crazy because... The dude didn't smell like no tree. And then we get up in the Young Bucks room, right? And it's hella cloudy in there, too. And then shout out to JT, the bigger figure. He's a, he's a, he's a San Francisco, like, you know, uh, rapper slash producer legend, right? He, yeah. was in, he was there chilling. And what's funny is it's hella cloudy in there. And then it just hit me. I'm like, I think they're smoking crack. <laughs> <laughs> I told my man, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's, I'm like, yeah, the fuck? I'm like, this ain't no fuck. I mean, what, what, what do you think is cloudy in there for? Then, I, you know, they did roll up some tree, but it was just like, and, that, you know, Young Bucks in there, greasy, bro. <laughs> greasy. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, listen, you know what I mean? If you know, you know. Like, yeah, the motherfucker, like, I was like, but it was, he was so cool, though, and the interview was so dope. And then, like, like, like he, at one point, he goes, first of all, he ain't got no shirt on, and he has all his jewels on the fucking thing, and he just starts grabbing hella chains, right, puts them on me. Man, let's go take this interview outside. And my man's got the camera. And so we're just walking, and like JT the bigger figure, he like calling up like the hood, bro. And it was like hella kids out, and they're just walking in the street. He's just signing, he's signing autographs, and he's he's got no shirt on, <laughs> fucking he's hella tw- twacked out of his mind, probably. You know what I mean? But it was just crazy, like damn, this guy's fucking. He's a he's a cool dude, but yeah, he's he was doing some other other shit, some other extracurricular. You know what I mean? 
Yep. And let's get back on the rails here. So dang it, For- Fornicator was waiting for us to get to the Peterson talk. Said, got a dip, oh, yeah. Just wanted to say, Nagy going to be the OC for the Jags and uh, ruin pretty boy Trevor's career. Is he? Did he bring on Nagy? So I, I don't think it's official as a referee's whistle, but let me, because I, I did see something about Nagy. I, I do like the, I will say this, like it will be annoying for that backfield in fantasy because Peterson likes to run a timeshare at minimum, but like, you know, it, it could be majority Travis Etienne because like you got Robinson coming off, you know, the the late season ACL, you know what I mean? He's probably yeah. going to start off the year on the pup. Right. So I, I, for fantasy purposes. And then I even like LaVishka again, because he's going to be like a post hype guy. What was his injury? Do you remember? Who? LaVishka. Um, I want to say it was ankle. If I remember, but it wasn't, it wasn't nothing major. They just shut him down. It because it was like week 16 or whatever it was. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I like, I, I like his outlook because he'll, he'll probably, I mean, the slot receivers in Doug Peterson's system, they you know they over the years they've ate like for example, goddamn uh, Nelson Aguilar, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, like when was Nelson Aguilar ever dope? Like you know his little time over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what about what about Doug Peterson? I mean, we were talking before, and you said that you that you kind of you like it him going right. there. You don't like it? Yeah. I mean, like it's a guy who's already won. You know what I mean? And then, yeah. you know, you can't really blame this guy for Carson Wentz taking several steps back and, like, being psychologically fucked, going to the stadium every day, seeing a statue of Nick Foles, like, crying about it, praying to white Jesus every night. White Jesus likes big dick Nick better than him. He knows it. You know what I mean? He goes over to Indy. They they, they managed to finagle a first round out of him. Like, the Eagles, shout out to Howie Roseman. Their GM is fucking brilliant. You know what I mean? Because... He does shit like that. You know what I mean? Hey, uh, I think Doug Peterson's firing too was because he, you know, he wasn't being, he didn't want to be committed to Carson Wentz. And then what they do, they fired him, then moved Carson Wentz. Of yeah. course, the organization wasn't going to say, well, we're not down with Wentz neither. They, they needed him to have as much shining appeal as possible because he was already tarnished as fuck. And right. they still got the trade off. Yep. And, but I, I listen, Jacksonville is one of those places. It's probably doomed from the start, yeah. but like oh, it's yeah. also it, it, out of thirty-two teams, it's also a team that's been to the AFC title game what twice in the last twenty years, something like that. Yeah, into 22, 22 years or something like that. Yeah. So it's like you know what I mean. Like there's there, there's other organizations that are supposed to be hella good that can't say that. Like the Cowboys can't say they've been to a title game in what how long? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and these are supposed to be, you know, so I'm saying like the Jack, you know, for every dog that has his day, you know I mean? This is another one of those cases. Took a year off. You know what I mean? They're bringing him in. Someone who like, and, and I mean, Nagy and all these, Nagy's probably not a good head coach. He was, he was brilliant with, under Andy Reid. He, he had a career. Uh, he was the reason uh, uh, Alex Smith had a career year. Uh, right. The year, the year that they had Mahomes in the waiting. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh yeah. Well, and I mean, you get a, <laughs> you draft a guy like Mahomes, you see him in practice, you know, your days are limited. He was probably just, he knew he was playing with house money that year. Got no reason not to go out there and sling it. Going to lose your job anyways. 
I mean, I know Jimmy didn't go out there and have a career year like that, but it was, it was the same scenario, right? You got a guy yeah. who you know is probably better than you talent-wise. You know what I mean? This guy's waiting. You know what I mean? Number it's three like, overall number three overall pick, and they sold the farm, you know, to get him. Like, you already know your days are limited when you're Jimmy. Yeah. And, like, I mean, for, for, uh, for what it's worth, I think the Peterson hire – is something that I'm first of all, I'm not giving the owner con. I'm not giving him credit at all because he's kind of an idiot, right? But what I am gonna say is that they there's a track record here. He had Carson Wentz as a rookie, and then sophomore year, he was balling. You yeah. know what I mean? Like this is on his resume now. That was the, the year that it was uh, his MVP run, right? Until yeah. he got hurt in the 13th week. We had week 14. Yeah, it was week 14 against the Rams in LA. He fucking that was crazy. Through the got the he runs you it could, in. You, you could see he runs it in, and then it was a flag or something, right? And it got yeah. called back yeah, or something. But you could see when the defender hit his knee, you knew that he was fucked right then. Because like I saw his knee get buckled. And so then the next play, they go for it on fourth. He's in a shotgun. He throws he throws a touchdown pass to fucking Alshon Jeffrey. Lucky he didn't have to move. <laughs> he didn't have to move. But what's crazy is that like. Like, Wentz was a guy, bruh. Like, then he came back the next year. You know, he he started the year on the pup. Nick Foles got in there. You know what I mean? Um, then when Carson Wentz gets back, he fractures a bone in his back or whatever. Yeah. And then that kind of – that was the then, – then, he, then he's out again. And then Nick takes him to the playoffs. And then the goddamn double doink. You know what I mean? We're, we're fucking uh, Chicago. They double doinked it and shit. Yeah. And, and, and then – you know, the next year, 2019, he has another fucking mediocre year. You know what I'm saying? But but he got this is the this is the, the big uh, Jordan Howard and then Miles Sanders year. Yeah. You know, where it's like and then then you know 2020 happens, right? And there's so many injuries on that line. And like Carson Wentz just by this point, it's three years removed from like not being a hero. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like when he you know, it's like the dude, he you know. He was with the bitch all night, bro, gaming her up. You know what I mean? Buying her drinks. And then and then he goes to the bathroom, takes a piss, and he comes back, the homies on her. You know what I mean? She, the homies already take the leaving with her, even. You know what I mean? He done warmed up the machine, and now the homie's gonna hit the jackpot. You know yep. what I mean? That's what Nick Foles did to him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and it's and this is my this is my favorite though, because if anybody remembers, that parade was fucking tremendous in Philly. Because it was their first title, you know, it was like a million people. Yeah, it, was, it was wild, right? And then uh, Carson Wentz gets on there, and then you know the people are chanting MVP, MVP, and he gets on there. He goes, "Yo, you guys ready to get used to this?" <laughs> <laughs> Jinxed him right there. Uh, but yeah, man, I like the I like the Doug Peterson hire. It listen, if they there's nothing to get excited about for fantasy purposes if you hear like. Oh shit! They hired Brian Leftwich. You're like, oh okay. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at least we know. Like, hey, whatever tight end that pops up here. What, what? My man Dan Arnold, bro. He might be a thing next year because they love going twelve personnel in that system. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's obviously we're gonna see a lot of RPO. You know, what I mean, Trevor Lawrence is gonna love that. You know, yeah. He, he did a he did a ton of uh, run pass option in uh, in college. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Brian Leftwich. I mean, there ain't gonna be 
<laughs> we, we weren't going to be excited about that either way. I mean, there's not too many reasons to get excited about the Jaguars either way. I know everyone who drafted Trevor Lawrence as the 101 in a rookie draft last year and everyone who drafted Trevor Lawrence as like a top three, you know, dynasty draft pick. I'm sure they're just a little bit pissed because they could have got someone else. Trevor could have been someone else's headache. Trevor may end up being good, but he's going to have to outlast a bunch of these coaches and shitty systems until they actually rebuild a squad. I think Peterson's good here for about two, three seasons, right? Because, I mean, we could probably agree, like, this is not a team that's going to pull a bangles and, like, be a thing next year all of a sudden. You know what I mean? I, I mean, if they did that, that would be, like, insane. I, I want to see what the odds are for Jacksonville to, like, win the championship, uh, like, when they open the lines or whatever for the I mean, season. I mean, it's probably good. It's probably good money to just throw like a hundred dollars on shit like that every year because if it hits, you're like, oh, cool, I have like fucking you know eleven bands right there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, but another thing too is like, I mean, who else were they looking at? Rich Basaccia. I have no idea who they were even fucking interviewing. Pretty sure they interviewed Flores. You know, also. Yeah, well, you know, because they needed to interview a black person before they hired the next white guy that, yeah. that hasn't been coaching for a year. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Isn't that funny? Because that's what Brian Flores is talking about, right? And he ain't, cap he ain't capping either. Yeah. Dad, let's do the home What's up, big dog? No bulls. Let's do the home Legos. <laughs> See, Noble's already hyped about it. I told you, man, these Legos are hyped. Doesn't matter if you're older or younger. Everyone loves them. Hell yeah. Me and Dad got Home Alone Legos and Super Mario 64. <laughs> uh, you got a six, like a Nintendo 64 Legos, though? Yeah. yeah and Build it and it's the 64? No, so what it is, it's, uh, you know, the little question mark, um, little boxes? Yeah. And you build it like that, but there's a bunch of stuff inside, and it's got, like, the different castles, and but it's, like, the Mario 64, like, uh, all that stuff. Yeah. Sorry. But Bowser talks in the castle if you're in the if you're in a new one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Whoa, you all right? What? All right. See, told you, man. These Legos are hyped. <laughs> right? Sir Bong's a lot in the building. What yeah. up? And Ronald's got a prediction. He said, that I think they will be nine and seven in Dougie's first year. That would be in if he went nine and seven with that squad. I mean, we don't know what free agents are going to pick up or who they're going to draft. You mean, not, maybe, maybe, not, maybe, maybe uh, uh, nine and eight. You mean? Oh, yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. Got to. Yeah. Got to be nine and eight. We got I seven. I like nine, yeah, seven, and one. Oh, there we go. Nine, seven, and one. Pull of Steelers. I mean, shit, that made it to the playoffs, didn't it? Or were they 10, yeah. 7, and 1? Uh, yeah, 10, 7, or, and no, 10. No, yeah, what the hell 10, 6, and 1. 10, 6, and 1, there we go, yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. No, they, they were 9, 7, and 1. Oh, okay. Damn, they couldn't even put away the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even Jared Goff. Oh, it was, that was the Mason Rudolph week, too, huh? Yep. That's funny. <laughs> That'd be funny. That I mean, that'd be crazy if they went nine and eight, some shit like that. I mean, nuts. 
Okay. Wow. So- Arnold said I had hair like him when I was a kid. <laughs> I've never had anything but like straight. Well, actually, I can't lie. I saw some some crazy ass pictures when I was four where I had like a mullet or some shit or three. Like I don't know what I- my parents were thinking. <laughs> bro, I, I remember uh until I was like eleven years old, bro. I had the joint where it's like you split it in the middle. Yeah. I mean it's like faded all around, you know what I mean? But like <laughs> and then I would like gel my hair. And then, like, you know, like, uh, you know, like I said, I was like 11. I was like, man, I'm about to shave my head bald, bro. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> and that was the joint, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> I said he won't win anything, but he will improve the team. I, I mean, it's not going to be hard to improve the team. I mean, don't they have they have the number one pick? You, you know, I mean, yeah, exactly. They've had the number one pick two years in a row. Like, they really can't go any farther down the shithole right now. And, like, and what I would do, if I'm them motherfuckers, is I'm trading out of that spot, getting more assets. Yeah, because, I mean, someone's going to want... Well, I mean, I, I guess it depends on how far. Because if they got one of those ends, you know, um, Aiden Hutchinson or um, or Thibodeau. I forget his first name off the top of my head. And I they got to get him. They actually, I, I retract my statement. They need a, that. Because pass rush is what made Jacksonville relevant. In the past five, what, what, how long was that? Six years ago? Yeah, 2017, right? Yeah, five years ago. Yep. It's so crazy. It was only the one year. I guess they were all right the next year. They just didn't make the playoffs. I mean, there's a difference when you make it to the conference championship, you know, versus. <laughs> well, mean, he never made it again. You know what I mean? Well, you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not even close. And that's funny, too, because so he went through the Tyrod Taylor led Bills. Then he beats the Steelers in Pittsburgh and then almost beats New England. Of course, Tom Brady comes back to win in the fourth yeah. quarter. But, yeah. like, it's funny because he has more playoff wins than hella motherfuckers, bro. <laughs> Blake Bortles? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has two playoff wins. That's more, That's than, more Dak. than Dak. <laughs> we went straight <laughs> Stu, defend your – defend Dak. Dude, Why no, does he no, have no, less no, playoff no, wins? Bro. Why does he have less playoff wins than Blake Bortles? <laughs> hey, Stu's, he's tapped into the Matrix a different way. Anyone talks about, like, Cowboys, anything, he's like, <laughs> he's like where? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Like a bastard hound, man. He hears that shit. But, yeah, so, I, I mean, as of now, I, I know that those two DNs, I mean, I know they're really high on everyone's list, and I think, like, both of them are supposed to be going in, like, the top three. I don't know what QB would be mixed in or anything like that, but maybe that's the only way you trade out of that pick, and maybe it's just down a couple picks. And- you know what's funny? People like to shit on Doug Peterson, right? Like, uh, oh, he wrote a book right after he won the Super Bowl about, like, you know, like, 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 like the fucking, like, it was like a blueprint or something, and then, you know what I mean? Like, and then he was ultra aggressive and, like, always going forward on fourth, and he was hella had the analytics guys, and 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 then he you know he was doing things unheard of, calling the Philly specials, and then it all worked out. And yeah. then, you know what I mean? And then so I think a lot of people are just they just have find hate on for him, you know what I mean? Because they also yeah. hate, you know, Carson Wentz. You know what I mean? Like it's yep. easy to hate them as fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and I, like, I, I probably I remember it's not like he's gonna that. redeem himself, but I, as a coach, this is smart. He's going there's only really like one and a half good teams in that division. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I say one and a half because I'm not I'm not sold on the Colts all the way. Like, you know what I mean? Right. They, they have a bad driver behind the wheel. 
Yeah. And who knows if he's even going to be driving anything. I know, he might, right? He might be gone. You know what's crazy is Indy, they were really aggressive in trying to get. Uh-oh, bogey in the Matrix. Yeah, and back then, let's see if they, uh, let's see what they do in uh, in Jacksonville if they try to do some uh, some shades of uh, what they had over here in Philly. So who they, they had Fletcher Cox, Vinny Curry, Brandon Graham, uh, Chris Long. I mean, that that's a, that's a crazy line right there. And uh, who they have, Nathan Gary. And, oh, crazy, dude, uh, Kamu Gruger-Hill was on Philly that year. So he actually got a Super Bowl ring. That's dope. I don't even remember. I don't know. I didn't even know him back then. And uh, they had Michael Kendricks, who was balling back then. Then they had Malcolm Jenkins at safety and Ronnie McLeod at safety as well. So they had a crazy uh, safety tandem. And then they had Jalen Mills as well. So their defense was really stacked. And uh, just I was just going down some of their defensive players in Philly um, to kind of see what Doug Peterson was working with over there. And they had a crazy line that year. Hey, they got hey, you know, Jacksonville, they their their defense, they got a couple guys up front, though. Obviously, you have Josh Allen, you still have Miles Jack. Um, I like that kid, the linebacker, Damian Williams. Hell yeah. Like he was he came on, like he came on heavy. I, I remember I had I picked up a ton of him in, in uh in our IDP leagues. Hell yeah. He's the man. And it's crazy. You remember hearing me talk about Kamu Gruger Hill, right? What what, what say that name again? Kamu Gruger Hill. He was on the Texans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gruger Hill. He was on the fucking Eagles in 2017. I don't even remember him oh, like shit. being on that squad. So he was one of you know one of their role players back then. I'm sure that's dope. So he got him one. Yeah. Hey, motherfuckers, like that get one the rookie year. It's so crazy. Like Malcolm Smith. Remember him? Yep. Fucking rookie linebacker for the Seahawks, rotational guy, and he's just the most Im- impactful guy in the Super Bowl. And he's the motherfucking Super Bowl MVP. Yep. Fucking crazy. As and, a Ro- and Ronald said they can't get a new QB. We talking about the Colts? That that's who he that's who we were talking about. Um yeah, the Colts. We, we were talking about Carson Wentz and the Colts. I mean, I mean, we're, shit. We're I'll, talking about the di- we're talking about the division that he's in and why he might have went there because the division is. They only got one and a half good teams down there. I'm ready to send Jimmy any of these teams, bro. The Colts might be one of them too now, all of a sudden. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the Colts' defense is nasty. I mean, you got Jonathan Taylor. I mean, their line, you know, not staying healthy. I mean, that was a big issue. Yeah. You know, for them. They were still, I think it was more, when their line was not healthy, it was more of an issue for Carson Wentz because, like, I remember the, and all their wide, so not it wasn't even just the line; it was the all the wide receivers getting hurt too. Oh, uh, let me grab the baby real quick. It was it was a little bit of both that we had uh, for him. Everybody, I will getting. say there was a game where they were down three out of five starters, and the motherfuckers. Uh, what was it? Uh, Jonathan. They were playing against uh, the Cardinals, and Jonathan Taylor still put up a hundred on the ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't put up a touchdown, and everyone nah. was like, pissed at him. I'm never drafting Jonathan Taylor high again. <laughs> they were so pissed at him. Hey, he kind of fucked a lot of people in that first round. Yeah, I barely, I barely squeaked by in that. Uh, actually, no, actually, now the only place that I had him, I had a buy that week. Hey, sometimes when I'm mad during the day, I just think about how it was my destiny in five different leagues, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 
because it was like this was a very difficult year, and I'm re I'm ready for next year already. Oh yeah, that's, that's why I'm hyped about these dynasty leagues. Right? Hold on, let me grab a baby real quick. All right. Yeah, I hope you guys are ready for uh, – so JC Money, he's got his show uh, starting in about 10 minutes, going to be breaking down some basketball lineups. And then later today, we got the mock draft going down again. I'm going to put the link in the description right now. Make sure you guys go uh, set a reminder. We're going live at 420 Pacific time, 720 Eastern time. We already got the mock draft full. But uh, if you want to be an alternate, make sure you um, just just make sure you come in here. Make sure you're in here early. We got the whole we got the whole mock field right now. But everyone's got to be here by 4:20, or I'm gonna start replacing people. Last week we had like two people who didn't uh, who didn't show up on time. Right. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, why don't we go ahead and just wrap a bow on this thing? We got JC Money Show about to start, and um, as of now, we got no show tomorrow. But um, I'm excited for uh, for Sunday and the playmakers. Yeah, yeah. So Sunday it's going down 6:30 p.m. West Coast time, 9:30 p.m. East Coast time. It's the Tom Brady official Alpha David slash dossier. We're breaking down all the gates he was involved in. We're gonna we're, we're gonna try our best to stain the goatness. <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys are ready. There's a lot of people who aren't ready to have real conversations like this. They really aren't. But we're not gonna give you what you want. We're gonna give you what you need. I love Tom Brady for the record. <laughs> everyone loves tom brady and you know what it's just like kobe i hated kobe when he played because i didn't really like the lakers and he's just so damn good and no, no no you don't just not really like the lakers come on you hated him well okay yeah i didn't uh, yeah i hated i hate i hate the lakers too. <laughs> and so yeah hated hated kobe and uh but when he retired it was like this i don't know it didn't. It didn't matter anymore because well, now he just he's moved on to the next phase of his life. You can't fuck with whatever I'm hoping to happen in the NBA anymore. I mean, I like fans that are like that though. They stay true to it. They'll be like, "Man, fuck LeBron. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck if he's a Laker. <laughs> like an actual Laker fan. I hate LeBron. Like you know what? Now he's here. I don't fuck, fuck him." Yeah, <laughs> like everyone who hated Tom Brady, but if you were like a Bucks fan and hated Tom Brady, you you welcome right. to his open arms. Hey yo, hey shout out to the Bucks fans. What y'all gonna do, <laughs> Ronald? You got to learn about these defensive players, man. One day IDP is gonna be the norm. Trust me, like that's just the way that it's going. It's like when PPR, you know. When, when everyone was thinking about making the jump to PPR, like, you know, 15, 20 years ago, whatever it was, maybe even 25 years ago. And now everyone's slowly making the transition to Superflex. IDP is going to be the next thing because everyone is going to get bored with these default leagues, you know, like they just yeah. get boring after time. I mean, like, plus, like, I mean, it's just so whack. The, the, the old ways are so whack, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> We got to evolve. Yeah. Just like everyone wants the NFL to evolve with their overtime rules and, you know, all that shit that everyone bitches about. Same thing with fantasy football. We got to evolve. We got to make it more fun, like, year after year. Right. And once you start playing with these uh, defensive players, 
you'll, you'll realize, I mean, it is more fun to watch the game. It's more fun to play fantasy football, with more players to cheer for, and it'll make you learn a lot more about offense actually, when you start tracking these defensive players. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, what's funny is it wasn't, well, it wasn't the easiest transition for me initially, but like, you know what I'm saying? This is probably about what going into 2017, the first year I did uh, an IDP league, and it was a full on joint. You know, you gotta start eight of these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay. You know what I mean? I knew how rough I had it because I was, yeah. You know, I mean? but then you're very aware of a lot of the players already because you're tracking these players because you, you, you know, starting your skill guys against them. You know what I mean? Yep. Then you know who's good, uh, who's good defensively on these other teams and. Exactly. What, what exactly. running backs might have an off game because they're going up against two savage linebackers that are going to mm-hmm. be covering all game shit like that. Exactly. All right. Well, let's get up out of here. Um, what else we got going on? Nothing tomorrow. We'll be back with FNT next week. Uh, we're still we're staying true Monday through Friday, and then we're going to be switching to a Wednesday Friday after the Super Bowl and. Um, yeah, we got movies and munchies. That's going to be coming up after the Super Bowl. We got a big vote going on uh, right now inside the fantasy football group about which three uh, movies we're going to do first. We got an award show coming next Saturday, the day before the uh, the day before the Super Bowl. So we're going to make sure to give out all the awards before the Super Bowl before we end this year, before we end this football year. Yeah, got some good awards too. Hell yeah. All right. Well, we're out. Be on the lookout for all the uh, all the videos and podcasts dropping. Appreciate you guys. We're out. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they know my name.